more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk Hello and welcome to Morebikes.co.uk We're here in Saint-Tropez at the Harley-Davidson uh, Custom Launch. We've been riding the Roadster, the new bike in the Sportster range, and we've been riding the Lowrider S, which is the, well, I suppose it's the uh, slightly newer version of the Lowrider, but it's, it's more than that, isn't it? It's, uh, it's got a big, massive 110 Screaming Eagle engine. It's, uh, it's a bit of a beast. Yeah, it is. It's all, you know, the S-Series bikes are all about power. Yeah. So we introduced in model year 16 the Softail Slim S and the Fatboy S, and now we've added the Dyna Lowrider S. And uh, the 110 engine of these uh, lighter weight cruiser chassis really rips. Um, I was using the clutch quite a lot and I was thinking, oh, this is a bit hard work, but you don't actually need to use it very much at all because you got that, <laughs> it'll just pull from pretty much any. Seems anywhere. like you're always in the right gear yeah. at six speed gearbox because it, it makes almost peak torque from less than 2000 RPM. So it's, it's always got a lot of power on tap and it's happy to lug itself down even to low RPM. It runs carbureted smoothly. But uh, yeah, that motor is, uh, is a, it's really fun because it has a great sensation of this kind of sound to it and a, a good number of, you know, pounds of torque at the bottom end just thrust you out the corners. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, the Roadster, that's a whole new bike that's, um, that's in the sports range and that's a lot more aggressive, sporty, a lot more nimble. Um, can you tell me what was the thinking behind that one? Yeah. You know, what the Lowrider S is all about grunt and power. Um, the Roadster is more of a nimble, narrow, very essential sportster. And it's got uh, 43 millimeter upside down front forks and dual disc brakes. It's got uh, new wheels that are that are lightweight, multi-spoke design, and uh, it's, it's, it's really flickable. You know, it's, it's a really fun bike to ride. Puts the rider in a pretty aggressive um, crouch position um, with new handlebars and uh, a new seat. And it, uh, it's really about flicking its way through the city is a, is a perfect way to experience that roadster. Yeah, it's certainly, when we were riding on those um, mountain twisties there, I started with the Lowrider S, and it's, it's lovely, it's very planted and stable, but as soon as I got on the roadster, you felt like you had more speed. You know, the pegs are a bit higher, you can mm -hmm. lean it over a bit more, it's, uh, and it's got the, like you say, the, it's got the aggressive, riding position and you, you feel like you, you push it a bit more. Yeah, you definitely can. It's, it's a quicker steering bike. It has some weight in the nose and it, it really does respond to bar inputs nicely. It's just a easy to ride, kind of a, especially on fast flowing roads. Um, it's really, really a fun bike in just a different way. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love the, the low rider rest as well. It's, it's a, it's a brilliant bike to have that big engine I'm, I'm absolutely in love with that big engine 1800 cc 150 uh, newton meters of torque somewhere around that figure it's um it's immense it's and in that fairly small slim frame 
it's uh, it, it's a bit of a beast. <laughs> it is. It, it, like I said, it's it's about brute power, and, the, and that's what the S models have been. Um, in addition, though, it's got great ride quality. It's got premium uh, rear shocks and a 49-millimeter fork with a premium ride cartridge-style um, suspension. So it's got a, a bit of a plush ride. And even though this, it's got a solo seat and you're in a somewhat attack position as well, it's relatively comfortable for riding all day. Um, it also comes with uh, standard cruise control and ABS and uh, security with keyless ignition. So it's it's got some amenities as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's uh, For me, it's, it's such a comfortable bike to ride. I'd, I'd be happy on it all day. Whereas the, the Roadster is more about that sort of sporty, fast ride. That low ride rest, I could imagine sitting on that all day and just uh, cruising along. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, it has cruise control. So yeah, you can, you can set the cruise control and kind of lay, lay yourself back a little bit in that solo saddle. And, Got nice wide bars and then it's got the speed screen which does take some wind off your chest so it kind of helps reduce your fatigue over a long day's ride it's definitely a bike that you could ride all day and and uh, really feel somewhat comfortable on yeah in terms of um engineering the um uh, both bikes actually um they, they look fantastic um but i'm just curious they're both air-cooled we had a quick chat about this last night we talked about the uh, the new emission standards mm -hmm. and, and, and all the rest and the um, well, the both 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 the bikes will be all um, Euro four mm -hmm. for for the UK market come first of January. But you said that the Roadster is already there. In principle, that that is a Euro four bike. Yeah, so it, it already meets Euro four requirements. Uh, it's got a new catalyst that helps it do that, and we'll make some slight changes to the calibration in seventeen to even further improve the vehicle performance. But uh, we expect that you know we're not going to have any issues with getting our bikes into Euro four and. We talked about that a little bit. These air-cooled engines, you know, they it may seem counterintuitive, but they're very, very efficient. Um, they they make good use of the fuel in the combustion chamber. They put very little to waste, which is partly why they get to, get such good uh, miles per gallon. Um, and they're just they're very clean burning. So it, it's uh, may seem counterintuitive, but these motors are here to stay. Yeah. That's brilliant. Can you talk us through briefly what were the main changes that you had to make to the engine to? Uh, to make sure that it is future-proof, if you like, in terms of um, emissions. Yeah, well, the main thing was the new catalyst that is, is hidden inside the pipes on the uh, on the Roadster, um, which helps you scrub just that last little bit of emissions out. Um, that and fuel, just fuel calibration. Constantly, we're always you know, looking to dial in our calibrations and, and, um, and dial in the performance to meet the requirements that uh, that are set in front of us. So it's. Uh, you know, like I said, these motors are extremely efficient in their burn. They get up to temperature quickly. Unlike a liquid-cooled engine, they're clean burning right from the start, um, and that really that really helps. So it's, uh, like I said, it's surprising some people, some people are surprised by it, but these motors are really, really clean burning and efficient motors. I was I was surprised by it. I, I put my hand up. <laughs> I, I thought that that liquid cooling might have, might have helped there, but but it sounds like this is this is a, a great solution. Yeah, it's they they do make different power by by configuration. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and the the lowrider S that has a similar sort of um, uh, cat box in the pipes, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that is that a similar sort of setup in terms of um, how you're approaching the emission standards, or or is that your default? Um, way it's what it? we've been using, you know, to, to get us there. And yeah, it does have that as well. So um, you know, we fully expect that the 110 will be uh, will be with us for some time as well. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic engine. Like like we said before, it's uh, it's got immense power and, and and the torque levels are are beautiful. It's just such a fun engine to have in a, in a bike. Yeah, it is. It's um, I I started. I think I think I was a bit spoiled uh, this morning. The low rider more, if I'm if I'm perfectly mm -hmm. honest. That's yeah. that's I I kind of like that sort of lazy. You know, I know the power's there. Yeah. It'll get me it's out of trouble. Deep but. well of torque. I mean, there's no replacement for displacement. That's the reality. And um, it does have a bottomless well of power. It, it is uh, it's addictive. It's you just want to roll it on all the time and uh, feel it and hear it and you know feel the vibrations. It's just a it's a very fun. Powertrain, yeah. really enjoyable. In terms of the the range that you have at the moment, you've got oh, putting things like um, the live wire aside. Mm. Um, you've got 750 up to 1800 at the moment. Actually, we have a 500 cc liquid cool twin as well, okay. based on the on the Street 750. So those two powertrains are the the smallest, the 500 and the 750 liquid cooled bikes. And then we have uh, the Sportster engine comes in an 83 or 1200 cc displacement. And then on our big twins, we have um, 103 high output engines. Um, and then we have the 110s. And those motors are either counterbalanced or rubber mounted, depending on what chassis they're in. Yeah. And they're all fuel injected. Um, and they really are all, they have their own distinct sound signature, their own distinct kind of uh, feel. And we, we pay a lot of attention to that because we know our customers are, are enamored with the look, sound, and feel of our motorcycles, we want to continue to provide that. Yeah, yeah. Is that something, are you happy with the range as it is at the moment? Or do you think there's, there's room to slot something in between, go up or down? Um, we're always evaluating that and thinking about, you know, what the future will be and what the future customers' uh, needs will be. So right now, I mean, I think we have a nice balanced portfolio. Um, we're able to provide you know, bikes for beginners with the 500 um, and intermediate riders with the 750 and the 883 and, and then moving up into more high performance vehicles like the 1200 high output 103 and the 110 cubic inch engines um, for a variety of platforms and usage everything from touring to cruising and uh, yeah it's it's a it's a fun time to be at the motor company we, we're just uh, excited to uh, continue growth and these both of these bikes that we're ridden today, they're in the dark custom mm -hmm. um, umbrella, if mm -hmm. you like. Yeah. Um, so they're less chrome and tassels and uh, long forks and all the rest that some people might sort of associate sure. um, Harley Davidson with. Um, so who's your target market for these kind of bikes? Well, dark custom is more than just you know lack of chrome. It's it's about raw finishes. It's about more bikes that are stripped down to the essentials. Um, you know, many, many people who are attracted to that are young people, uh, but it also 
our we call our core customers think those kinds of bikes are cool too so it's it attracts a wide variety of people in fact the lowrider s i looked at it that bike kind of bridges generations um young guys think it's cool um and it is a trend that's been popping on the west coast in the united states for some time now um and guys that are older like me appreciate the, um, the heritage and the XR was uh, back in the 80s, and and so it, it, it does kind of transcend, um, you know, stereotypical customer. You know, it, it really it just kind of bridges gaps. They're, they're, they're great fun to ride those bikes. Um, one thing that I was particularly pleasantly surprised was the suspension on the lowrider end. I thought it was machine and there was very little for some reason I, I was expecting it to be a little bit a little bit softer on suspension a little bit lazier but it's really quite firm without being you know too too harsh on you it, it's um really pleasant and I think you mentioned that suspension is something that was upgraded from the uh, low rider correct model. yep we are using the uh, premium ride emulsion shocks in the rear that's straight out of our parts and accessories catalog for preload and then on the on the forks we use a cartridge style 49 millimeter premium ride fork so these are uh, uh, components that were designed by our accessories group to add that ride quality if you will uh, over our our stock units for customers who just want looking for a more plush ride and it is it's it's soft without but, but it's also um, well controlled and well damped yeah yeah it's been very progressive and mm -hmm. it's um even when you're accelerating, you know you, you're not sort of leaning backwards when you when you hit the brakes. You, you you're still very firmly um, planted both front and rear. It, yeah. it just seems to work and cornering really smoothly. What's well, a nice nice feeling of control at the same time? It it's, it doesn't punish you. You know it's, it has a nice level of comfort to it. So I think again that contributes to it being an all day to ride bike.